0: Yo, yo, yo! What up? What up? What's up? What's up? Yo, this is Wise, and it's Colton from the PLC report. Make sure y'all follow us both on on Twitter and all the other social media. It's uh, at the Real Wise for me, and
1: mine is at L Colton Show. Did yeah. it for bilinguals.
0: Hey, and yeah, that's Wise with a Z. Now on this episode of PLC report, we had Quinn Riley who. Um owns this company called the
1: underre a very great company um this episode
0: this episode was really important to, to to me specifically because i actually we both matter of fact we both went to p w y you know we both went to um PWI for people who are going to hear that and be like, well, what was that? Predominantly white institution, you know? So basically, a school
1: not for us. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. So the opposite of HBCU, you know? So we really, we talked to her about, you know, building the business and we talked to her as to why she wanted to build that business and who's even a part of that team. So definitely stay locked. Hashtag POC report on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Let, let us, us know, know if you guys want to fuck with the companies. Let us know if you guys like the the process behind it like let us know
1: just let us know whatever man just come and talk to us man definitely
0: and if you if, make sure y'all if y'all want to submit someone who we should you think we should interview you know just at at the poc report or, or at me, the, me yeah colton. or at l colton show or at the real wise with a z just let us know you know who you want us to talk to, who you want us to talk to like we're pulling from our network whatever and people who we just like randomly finding on social media but you know y'all are people who listen y'all are obviously have ideas of people who are doing dope things for the black and brown community across the world so hit us up facts we We love y'all
1: we want y'all to enjoy this podcast and later
0: so we got quinn we got quinn riley in the building and right uh so so quinn how 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 are you doing today what is what is what is life like in the mid is that you call it the midwest
2: um i really call it chicago, they call it <laughs> chicago. Right be forgetting that there's so many other states surrounded by us um, <laughs> but it was absolutely terrifying because it's snowing again and then it was definitely mm. just 60 degrees yesterday yo it's and like mm-hmm. 60 degrees today I mean, and it's supposed
1: to snow tomorrow in new york that's crazy the same shit, basically and we it's got- supposed to be like 12 inches tomorrow
2: Chicago's still up here. New York and everything else is still
1: below us. Wait, what I'm you talking so about? Are you talking, what do you, you mean? And like weather? And like how bad I mean, the weather, weather is? I mean, celebrities. Nah. I like nah. nah. a lot of play for Chicago. Nah.
0: I don't know about all that. Nah. I mean, nah. you
2: guys have Jay-Z, right?
0: And, the greatest
1: of all time. Of all
0: time. And then we brought up Biggie, we who's biggie. also the greatest who's of all time. Who's also one of the greatest of all time. and all that's like, love me. we I mean.
1: Chance the Rapper, Oh my God, why, why he's, why do do definitely <laughs> he's definitely not better than Jay Z. He's <laughs> definitely not better than Jay Z. But you know what though? Nah, God, God bless you. I Chance, mean, Chicago definitely Chance. has like a lot of great artists. A lot like, of and you guys talent. also have um, good pizza. Yeah. <laughs> you guys also have good pizza, and I love pizza. Pizza is like my favorite thing in the world.
0: Definitely.
2: Oh uh, yeah, when I went to New York, I wasn't able to find a decent pizza drink because I think so many pizza places claiming to be like New York's finest or whatever. Yeah. And I found like one place, and I was like, "This is it!" And it
1: was just like cardboard. Nah, it's nah definitely nah, that's nah, nah. that's definitely the people that's just trying to make money off of the first like greatest. Yeah,
0: place. yeah. but
2: but, so but I need to know the main. I got the spots. We
1: got, got you. We, we, got got you. we got you next time. you come to when New come York, we got here, you. Come here, let us know. And it's nah, all We
0: good. got you, yo. We got no. Next time, this is the pizza guy right here. It's, this is out here. Colton, that's what everybody Calls me El Colton.
1: Show you like
2: deep
1: dish. I love all types of pizza. I don't discriminate on any pizza. I really, really love pizza. I see you roll jaws a little bit. Yeah, because you're one of those people who
2: like fruit on top of their
0: pizza. Mm. I like. I actually do like pineapples on top of my pizza. It's actually okay. Nah, don't do that. I mean, it's it's not
1: the greatest thing ever. I don't decide that. That's not my choice. But I would eat it if it came (laughs) with like like ham, maybe or bacon. Yeah, that's Hawaiian pizza. I can't eat like fucking pineapple pizza by itself. I see people eat like. Pizza with just pineapples on it, and I think yeah, that's man, that's, that's
0: man a it's a little weird. It's a little weird. It is a little weird. I'm not gonna, try. but whatever. Yes.
1: <laughs> but man, yeah, man, let's pizza. let's get back to you.
0: Yeah, because this because that that went left real quick. Yeah, yeah so <laughs> so yeah, Quinn 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 Raleigh. You know, um we have you on the show to talk specifically about one of your one of your many. Uh, um creative aspirations but like you are a woman of many talents you know so but let's 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 start with you know the main point we'll kind of like dabble around everywhere else so underrepped tell us in like as fast as you can like what underrept is and who's representing
2: okay so the UnderRep is a network pretty much um for educating empowerment and engaging black students at pwis okay it's something that my two best friends my boyfriend and my best friend tiara felt that we needed when we were in undergrad um some sort of online source who could come and ask questions anonymously about hey like how really honestly is it at the university of dayton how is the black student life how is the black greek life like how do you express interest into black greek life where do mm. you go get your hair done like all these sort of questions that we couldn't really ask on the tour because the tour is given by someone who's white yeah. Yeah. Um, cho, 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 and cho. within our website we have lovely features of like Alumni who attended PWI so we recently had the national uh, My soul, or the national second vice president of del Theta word incorporated And we're also going to be featuring this february martice johnson mm-hmm. um, Who is the kappa um, who was wrongfully beaten? Did, um, yeah, by yeah. a security guard outside the tavern at his school university of virginia mm-hmm. oh, um, I've heard of and We yeah. also featured like other students like amiris clinton and sydney garrett and all of these other game changers at their predominantly white institution who have done something for the underrept or the underrepresented
1: students on their campus first off that is fire. that's first of all that's a fire name second of all that's a very fire cause because what a lot of people don't realize is that like with i watched a documentary earlier that was talking about white people Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and just like um there was a white girl who Mm -hmm. had a hard time getting a scholarship and Mm -hmm. she felt like scholarships were rigged Towards people of color, the besides in Texas. besides um people that are white, right? I did see that. Yeah. Um, she found out that forty that white people are forty percent more likely to get a scholarship than mm-hmm. anyone from people of color. Mm-hmm. Now, mm. I went to St. John's University. Yeah. When I was in St. John's University. I was part of the Caribbean Students Association, mm-hmm. the Dance Crew, like, and these are all predominantly black clubs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The St. John's is a six six figure school. Yeah, Honey K like you paying to go there basically. Yeah, yeah. And um you can see the difference in the events that black um the black um organizations throw and when the white organizations throw them because like the funding, the support, like the 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 way that like the school would even be behind advertising, like mm-hmm, the the mm-hmm. products and things. Like when it was us, they just let us do it. Like it's up to y'all and we give y'all whatever the bare minimum. When mm-hmm. it was the white People, like it was like, we're gonna help push, we're gonna put it in every newspaper on every corner, everything. So, like, we need more programs like that, especially because a lot of schools aren't historically black schools. You get what I'm saying? Uh, And, like, a lot, and even better now, a lot of black kids now and like, or just people of color, period. Like, we're in colleges, heavy, Mm -hmm, all colleges, mm -hmm. doesn't even matter. Like, we're just trying to get our our fucking goals out, trying to get our degree. You get what I'm saying? So, programs like this are amazing. We need them like there. I can't even tell you how many times like we were in like the Caribbean Students Association. We're like, oh, we got to do the show, but it's not enough money. We don't have enough uh, advertisement. We don't have enough things to get like enough flyers and like programs like this are, are just needed.
0: I'll, sh- I'll share my PWI story after I ask you this question, but when you when you started this, like the outcry, I you know everyone everyone you know, when they start a business whatever they're looking for like the need. like what do people need right now? You know, how did you you know, did you pull people around to find out like what they needed or what they felt was missing, or was this more so just based on like based on experiences that you and your you and your core people um uh, experienced? great
2: question. Um, it was a little bit of both. so. It was a part of all of our experience, so Aaron, Tierra, and I, our collective experience. Um, we also did do a survey, so it was almost like a market research to see if we did create a website, would students actually use it? Mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. do we need to have on it to actually get um, the sort of traction towards the website, the sort of amount of clicks, the sort of amount of shares? Because right now, this generation, my sister's generation, they don't really read a lot. So are sort of like, okay, how can we make a website really interactive so we start thinking of videos and photo yeah, shoots yeah. and you know those black excellence pictures that everybody likes to have um mm-hmm. but also third like my poem my pwi 10 commandments poem um that was featured like you know i'm blabbing and have Post mm-hmm. or whatever a lot of students
0: don't don't glaze over that, that. we're gonna come we back well, today, you be you, you doing poetry yeah don't don't glaze over that you just feel yeah, she, right she tried it. to like she tried <laughs> to
1: like just throw it in there real smooth like and, and then get away hear. from it I, I feel you. I just, understand. Like, sprinkle it in there and then go back to the place. But yeah, got, got, got. You know, like,
2: a lot of students, like, they're just like, oh my gosh, people touch my hair too. And oh my gosh, like, I remember when that happened on campus too. And, and so, Black students at PWI is like, we really do all go through the same, unfortunately, the same experiences with microaggressions. And so to kind of have that site, that hub where we could all come together yeah. um, to really, like, have that cross-campus collaboration with, like, other, you know, student associations, other black, Greek life, and everything else like that, um, is, we, we already knew what, like, was needed, so. Yeah.
0: You know, I think I think that's really dope, first, first and foremost, just to kind of mirror a little bit of what um, Colton said. Like, I went to a PWI. I went to Johnson & Wales University in Rhode Island, the great state of Rhode Island. But, you know, people there um at my school my entire um i guess like the providence area is a college town there's um uh, um ric there's obviously johnson and wells and it's brown there's other like little colleges around the area as well and whenever we want i was the president of, the, of my caribbean student association when we tried to get bread we didn't have no money like we would go to the student we would go we would like submit our paperwork whatever to the student government and we get like five hundred dollars for a three thousand dollar event and it's like oh okay but what we did or and you know a lot of our e-board members over the past years, we had we actually did have like a great or um a great like on campus mentor basically mm-hmm. they was like yo each year y'all should be leaving at least a thousand dollars in y'all account for next nice. year because you already know they're not giving y'all no money so Throughout the year, we would really budget our money to make sure that we had enough and left enough for the following years. People, you know, right. so I the organizing part I really do I really do appreciate because I think that even now coming out I've been out of college now for seven years, dated myself a little bit, but yeah, <laughs> I've been out of college for seven years, and you know, I didn't. I, there's no CSA that I could go to here in New York to be like, "Yo, what's good?" I was, you know, president, you know, back in back in my day. And, you know, I, I feel like we can help you. You know, I think the under would be the perfect place for, you know, so matter of fact, sorry, this the next question, is it open for like alumni as well of PWIs to go back and give help?
2: Yeah, so we definitely, um, so we have a Facebook group that's open now as mm-hmm. well as Slack. Mm-hmm. And there's definitely room for alumni and even prospective students. I think like a powerful feature that we have now that we incorporated is like the underrepresented experiences. So it's an opportunity for people to submit content. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that content, I would love for alumni to come back and retell stories that they experienced and mm-hmm. offer advice to current students to say, hey, like your roommate may actually ask you if you're involved in the gang here's how you respond without beating their ass. Step one, you know, whatever, yeah, like whatever. Like, go talk to your RA, like stuff like that. And if they if they knew the campus mentor that a student organization could go to to get more money, like you would go ahead and drop their name in the content section. And even for um, prospective students, like we have a state map. Um, so you go ahead and hover each state and then it will list like certain PWIs or institution and it will list like statistically like how many, what percentage um, Asian, Pacific Islander, what percentage Hispanic, what percentage African American. Um, so we're always like updating the map because there's like, everywhere is like a PWI, is like over a thousand. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So really, realistically, it's hard to get all like in one month, yeah. so we're always like updating that. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, there's definitely opportunity for alumni because I'm an alumni, so <laughs> I'd like to make sure it was like doable for grown
0: folk as possible that's what's up that's what's up like that's how how um you know from a, i guess from the perspective of like technical soccer that's my was part of my expertise as well right how how much did you have to learn or you and your team have to learn to like put the site together to even kick out like statistics like that
2: it was a lot. And <laughs> I am not a technical person by mm, all means. Yeah. Um, I was a Weebly person. I was strong for mm. Weebly as a domain site and I was used to the, just the drag and drop. Yeah. Um, but when I tried to create our first draft, even like my co-founders, they're just like, yeah, this this is not this doesn't look cute. Yeah, like yeah. this doesn't look good at all. This isn't what we want. I was like, well, Weebly really doesn't have the features, and that's when I started, you know, um, talking to other mentors and seeing that WordPress actually has a lot mm-hmm. of the widgets and a lot of the features that we want to have on our yeah. website. Yeah. Um. And so we actually partnered with a website developer who actually participated with a lot of the protests we did on our campus, like Black Lives Matter and everything else like that. And so he was like hella cool about like teaching us step by step. And Aaron now he does a lot of the website development.
0: Absolutely. Um. So he
2: has the patience. I yeah. don't. Um, <laughs> I'm all about like put plug it up there, go, you know. So Aaron's doing most of it now, but yeah, it was a lot.
1: When when do you think was like the point when I guess you could either this could either be like in the beginning or maybe like when you were working towards like in the middle of it, or getting used to it. When do you think was the point when you realized like yo, this is what I have to do, mm. or are you still you still feel like you're building like on on that.
2: So I realized I definitely needed to do it um, after we were leaving, my class were leaving, and we pretty much, we were the rebel class, so we did lots of the protests. We were always yeah, in yeah. the administration offices, and I was like, man, like who's going to be knocking down doors like us? Like, mm-hmm. And I wasn't even trying to like, gas our class up, but who was about to do this? Because the faculty was implementing all these practices you know, since my freshman year, but it was about to be that time to go ahead and reinstate it, and a lot yeah. of the students, there were complacent by that point. Because true. they had it easy. So they were like, oh, we don't need to knock down any doors. We don't need any, you know, protests, whatever. Um, so I knew I needed some sort of, like, mentoring system to continue, even though I wasn't on campus. Mm-hmm. True, and then true, especially true. after the poetry video, I was like, black students at PDUIs need something to know that they're not alone. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. it will always make me so upset I mean, so upset when I would see, like, Wright State University, since I'm gonna school in Dayton, Ohio, it's also a college town. But we had UD, Wright State, Miami. Um they're all like pretty much all close together and Central State, which is the HBCU, um, as well as Google Force. Mm-hmm. So it used to always make me upset, like how Wright State would have their protests and we would have our protests over the same thing. Yeah. But we would never like have a joint protest. Yeah. And it was like, bro, like yeah. if we just collaborated, they would get the point. Like, mm-hmm. but instead, you know, since we don't have the connection, it was always separate. Um, so I really wanted to build that gap. So I knew I had to do it
0: yeah like how proud how proud are you that you actually you know have you and you and your team have actually like put together this network where people can come and find resources. i think i really got that proud until my little sister was like
2: this is really cool and she was like on the website and i was like a teenager thinks i'm cool exactly
1: i (laughs) I feel (laughs) like (laughs) i feel like (laughs) that is that is like one of the things like i feel like when my little brothers tell me like my things are good like they was out i listened to second take or i listened to poc it was really good or i seen the show, i was like guess what the kids like it so it's lit
2: <laughs> you definitely know it's like cross
1: generational sure. like, yeah I'm yeah yeah it you're, you're doing you're doing the school. point, yeah mm-hmm. exactly,
0: yeah, I think that I mean, I don't know personally for me, I feel like a lot of the time well, as I was growing up. There wasn't a lot of that, what I like to call intergenerational communication. You know, like I yeah. feel like people who are like 35, 36, 38, six, thirty eight—well, maybe not thirty five—people who are like in like for like forty five now, for example, right? Like they didn't necessarily didn't like send no, no help back to us. I, like, I feel the like, same like way that we do, like we're trying to do it for the ones after us. Like they didn't, they didn't have that communication. Yeah, I feel like
1: because of like the age difference and because of the way times have changed, though it's it's less of kind of our falls so like what they call millennials mm-hmm. quote unquote like it's less of like the millennials fault, and more of like the people older than us fault yeah, because yeah, yeah. their parents were like this is how the world works don't question mm. us about anything and they're like on the cusp of don't question us about anything but at the same time do you see all the crazy stuff that's happening yeah so like yeah it's either, like, what I've realized about people, like, in the older generation is, like, they're either, like, open-minded or not open-minded at all. At all. So, it's just, like,
0: yeah.
1: one extreme or the other. So, it's just, like, okay. So But I, what I've figured out, like, now with, like, our generation, like, the kids younger than us can actually still relate to us. Because we don't yeah. talk to them like they're, like, five kids and shit, or, yeah, like, yeah. four or, like, ch- babies anymore. Like, they understand a lot of the things we understood when... Because we... Cause we another thing that i feel like people older than us do is like they don't realize that when they were our age they did what we did mm-hmm. but they don't want to admit it they sure don't we admit it i
2: don't it. Even know if they did what we did they know that she never protested mm-hmm. and it's kind of just like, so, well, they, what? like i mean so some what did you mean, like, uh my, you know, ma- just, okay
1: well maybe not with right. like um like uh, with a lot of like the extreme stuff because i know when it comes to like my mom and protest like uh, there's been a few times I went and protested out here, and my mom really didn't want me to. Yeah, I mean, my mom's She mom, really man, never just saw. doesn't like like the the case of that, because again, it's not really their fault mm-hmm. because they've seen their parents or like someone in their family probably go out and protest and something happens to them. Yeah. So, yeah. but at again, if something doesn't happen to somebody, nothing will ever happen. It's, it's crazy. It yeah. sounds crazy, but I feel like, like if something doesn't... and It doesn't necessarily have to even be murder, like, martyr. Like, someone has to die, martyr. It could be, like, you can you get yourself in, like, trouble. And, yeah. like, it's yeah. not necessarily, like, any danger, danger. But, you know, again, like, adults and stuff really, like, the older generation, they don't want to deal with that. Like, yeah. the legal troubles and getting arrested. Yeah. And, et, cetera, et cetera, et cetera, And, you, and again, okay, back we... To our- yeah, release. yeah, yeah, and then they're like, "Yo, that's your superior. Why are you even talking to them like that? Like, show them respect." But
2: I still like those shirts that say, "Like, oh, I'm not my grandparents." That's still hella rude. I though. feel like, like that.
1: I was talking about this. This very disrespectful. Can like, you go ahead talk about rude. it? Can you please talk about it? Because I'll talk about I it think after. that's you.
2: like one. It's like okay, that's stupid because we are our grandparents. Y- we, we are literally, genetically, I'm literally, my grand, genetically, mother, we're literally the like reflection. Like yeah. we're fifty years apart. I'm my grandmother all the way. And everybody knows you got to respect your elders. Like, before I even got here, she got here first. Before Facts. I was doing it, she was doing it in her own way. Facts. Like, no, she may have not been protesting. May, she may have not been up in the officer's face. Facts. But she did have to combat it. I think, like, the uh, the generation previously, instead of, like, combating it, like, literally on the streets, they took it to the system. Yeah, so They yeah. became yeah. the political officers. They yeah. became, like, you know, courts of, you know, whatever. and, and They became cops. They became real estate agents to make sure people get houses. They decide to own grocery stores. They decide to do everything like systemically instead of like, you know, social justice, fight the power in yeah. the streets. So those type of shirts, it's kind of just like saying that there really is only one way to fight social equity, which is the yeah. way that a lot of millennials are doing it now, which is protesting and everything else like yeah.
0: that. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, without really recognizing the people who really dismantled the system and made the way for, I you know, like they how yeah. black voices to come yeah, up and everything right. else like that um so it plus it's just dog all right it don't make no sense I, yeah i feel like <laughs> it's stupid i like what i i
1: i don't understand that shirt because just like as you said like there's people in the past when they were like oh my I'm, I'm not my grandparents i got hands like people in the past were getting like hosed down and like attacked like by dogs dying. Yeah. and dying yeah. and getting beat to death like yeah. they went through way like rougher things like so Honestly, extent. than what we do as as protesters, you get right, what I'm so saying. Wait, so wait, I, I, I So wanna, it's mad disrespectful. Like I want to play
0: devil's advocate on this, whatever. And this is and it's not really devil's advocate oh to a certain extent. It's but not gonna work. Let man. me let me ask y'all something, right? I always think that the people who we see as like, or who are deemed as like grandparents in this situation, I really feel it's more so people who are like born in like the 70s. And the 80s, like the early, early 80s, because I feel like those people watched what happened to, you know, everyone in the civil rights movement, every super influential person in the civil rights movement is basically dead or in jail, yeah. right? They saw that and they were then like, you know, uh, ravaged by crack and cocaine or whatever it is and all the other like drugs that happened, like hard drugs that happened in like the, you know, mid to late 80s going into the 90s whatever so I blame I like well not blame but I more so see when people say like I'm like we're not our grandparents I look at that generation because that one I see is like the silent generation who just kind of just like mm. look I don't want to give like I, we seen what happened there things are kind of good right now like we we not where we were in the sick we not where we were in the 50s and the 40s or whatever we definitely not where we want to be but like right now we're comfortable
1: but I, I still feel like well, it's it's still disrespectful because they still went through things like even though yeah in the it, 80s, is, it is disrespectful 70s not and not the everybody 80s can be the Mar- the King, exactly. somebody, yeah, you know, or the yeah. Malcolm X somebody type Somebody has to
2: organize it. So even there, there was like a sheet of complacency and there still is, but people yeah. are still like organizing. People yeah, are yeah, like yep, in the yep. system doing something. Just because we don't see a protest about it doesn't mean somebody's fighting it, yeah. you know. So it's kind of like, we have to actually appreciate the people behind the movement, mm-hmm. in the movement, on the front lines. And that type of shirt, like, that's still divisive as it is. Like it is, Right yes. now, all it generations is, yes. need to come together. We all need to have this talk. Like, okay bro so you don't want to do what
1: like we're about (laughs) to do together like yeah what do we have to do
2: work against like you know trump and this greater movement yeah
1: just like what you're saying like i just feel like we should all have a meeting and like be like a who's with it who's with the shits and who's not with the shits so we can separate y'all like how they separate the government into different sections like if you want to be militant go be militant over there if you want to be more of a talking person and writing letters good we'll put a section for the people that want to talk and write letters you get what i'm saying like if we did something on that behalf on that scale like it's I feel the like it's would get or, way better. It's the it's, org-
0: it's the organizational aspect, and that's why underrepped is so friggin' important. See how I threw it back. You there? guys should just <laughs>
1: become the new government.
0: Yeah, honestly, I just again, if I feel like it's more of a, are you organized? Can you be organized? Is there a, a process to get organized? Okay, well, how do we move that? I, I do like that idea though. So a, a big a big question here, right? So, pe- some people have dubbed this as the next civil rights movement or i guess like that like the next collection of okay all these leaders all these black and brown leaders are popping up and you know saying okay this is what we want this is what we want this is what we want right now i'm not a history buff but i do do believe that history does repeat itself right so do you feel or get nervous when you take like a public you and your you and your friends like your core friends take a core stance to say okay well this is what we want for our people do you feel like it puts like a uh, a, a crosshair like on, you. on your back. You yeah, know. like
1: you become targeted.
2: Yeah, I definitely feel that way in regards to my social media because I majored in journalism, and one thing about journalism is you're supposed to take an unbiased stance, so just mm-hmm. yeah. report mm-hmm. the story. True. And it's really hard when I was an undergrad um, during like Obama's reelection to hear like you know people part of the newspaper i wrote for her, like just say like oh you know ann obama's black so that's not I'm voting for him and it kind of like swayed me to really much more start writing about like opinion and everything else because at least if i write for opinions so i can have my stance yeah without having that eye on my back or that target like okay quinn's just a, milit- uh, a militant like she's just doing all this stuff because she's hella woke or i don't even like that word but yeah. i'm just like really conscious and everything else like that right yeah um and even when I went to the no ban, no wall protest in Chicago, like mm-hmm. my mom, my grandma were just like, oh my gosh, you know, you shouldn't make that live. The cops are going to find you. I'm like, man, I'm sitting right next to the cops. Like, what are they <laughs> going to do? Like, yeah. <laughs> they're not going to do anything. You know, at least I'm not going to catch on live. Yeah. But even then, it's like, if I do and run for office, people are going to politically like be able to see like, oh, Quinn is not there for the bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah, think yeah. our... All my friends, like we're very much so outspoken. You can tell if we're white ring, right wing, left wing, if we're for abortion, if we're not. We're very much so opinionated, um, and I think that's because we're just not afraid. And I don't yeah. think we ever thought twice about expressing how we feel.
1: Yeah, that's lit.
0: That's how, how can you can you just kind of talk to people or about your experience at the No bad No Wall um, protest in Chicago? What, what were people talking about? Like, what was the what what were some of the chants that were going on? And how long did you even stay out there for?
2: Um, so it started, I believe at like six and I left like at eight mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. actually stood outside. Yeah. Um, and in comparison, cause I performed at the Women's March in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought the woman's March was actually be like a, like a lit protest. Yeah. Uh, but it was very quiet. It was yeah. very cute. People mm-hmm. came with their daughters and their kids and you know, they're Yo, we talked about had. this.
1: Remember that Remember I was talking about this, but yeah, go ahead.
2: Yeah. And it was kind of just like. Okay, what are we doing? Like, just yeah. like a, I don't know what this. Is. And I think it was the, it was very beautiful at the No Abandoned Walk. It was very intersectional. Mm-hmm. Um, there was African American people, there were Muslims, there was Hispanic, um, there were white people, of course. Um, but there was lots of people of color there more than I expected to be there. Um, and at first I was a little, I was a little taken back because the amount of people I just wasn't expecting like on a random night at yeah. uh, the airport. And so we went outside originally, and I was with my other two friends. Um, one he's a Jew, and he was talking about like how he wasn't going to let Trump um, do the same thing. Pretty much, like he wasn't gonna let um, the same thing that happened to the Jews, like during Holocaust, happen to the Muslims. So he yeah. had like a really powerful. Thing. And then my other friend, she was, like, calling Trump, like, a man with tiny baby hands or something like that. <laughs> and, and so it was just, like, all these bomb-ass posters. I was, like, treating either they're treating Trump or they're even, like, just treating, you know, like, making this whole band ridiculous. Yeah. Um, But it wasn't as organized as I thought it would be. Like, at first, we were just, like, standing around saying chance. And then all of a sudden, like, we just started walking, like uh because we were on the departures so we were outside at the um arrivals i mean mm-hmm. and so we just started walking like the different gates and i was like okay where are we walking are we marching yeah. or what are we doing <laughs> you know and then like on the um you know different I island was like very cool but i think what impacted me most was seeing that actually after i posted that video a lot of my white friends you know i saw them post you know very striking um images and support of the band And yeah, one of my yeah. white friends she posted this picture and um, she was like, you know, if I choose to lock my doors, that doesn't mean I hate my neighbors. It's just for safety. I'm like, bitch, what? Like-
0: yeah, th- th- That's some crazy th- stuff. We're, like, I mean, you know, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not particularly, I'm not religious at all, actually, right? Mm-hmm. But, but I'm pretty sure there's a little there's is passage somewhere in the Bible that talks about your neighbor. And yes. I, I'm I'm quite sure, especially and I mean this part isn't in the Bible, but especially if you go and bomb their country, I'm pretty sure that you should yes. probably, <laughs> you know, provide a little assistance and I'm not talking a about not talking about airdropping, you know, blasted box food. Like I'm talking about actually providing something if you're gonna mess up their country. You understand? You know, so that that yeah. whole that whole part is weird for me. Uh, but yeah, do you you know, in term in terms of things like this like seeing having your friends like make statements like that first of all i don't have any friends who make statements like that I, because they're no longer my friends but it, you know how do you address stuff like that i feel
2: like i i mean i had to address her i was first i was first i wasn't i just self-care because i think there's sort of like this horrible responsibility part of black people as of now to really just like educate and encounter and exchange yeah. these conversations yeah because was like if you don't talk it it's like if you don't talk they about won't it won't like, know continue right? whatever, mm, whatever. Keep happening. this guy just like how about i just block you
0: why don't <laughs> they just it, fucking read least. a book like, <laughs> why well, don't they do
2: I just went ahead and so said, like, oh, why do you feel this way? Well, we had like, a nice conversation. I provided the facts about, like, how, you know, they have nowhere else to go. Mm-hmm. We did bomb most of, like, their homes. So mm-hmm. what, is, what is the alternative solution? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I didn't know, you know, Trump meant that. Da, 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 da. So it's just like, it's just crazy. Or people just like, oh, I heard this was about this. I yeah. didn't know it was really about well that. Um, but... I guess the friend was very it was a term used loosely. I, she was with the whole Black Lives Matter movement so that's why I was like really surprised when she shared that post. pose. Yeah. Um, so I think that's when I befriended her from UD at all but I mean I don't have many friends friends. These are just like True. Facebook people and Even now like, I'm cleaning them out. I
1: feel <laughs> you. I, <laughs> I feel like um, most people like I was talking to you earlier I was watching the documentary and um, a white guy in the documentary said to himself that he feels like um, being white a lot of the time is like the glorifying of ignorance mm-hmm. and the history of all the negative things that white people have done. So um, when they make like a, a quote, like not to put your friend on the spot, but like when they say something like, oh, I, I don't lock my door because I'm not racist. It's just to like keep myself safe. It's mm-hmm. almost like they're just she they're just putting themselves in a spot so it's like i don't look like a bad person i'm just doing what everybody else would do Mm -hmm. and a lot of the times they don't want to like take the um the credit well not the credit but take the responsibility of what being accountable they, they have done in your what they have your actions and what you have done and like a lot of the times, and I even work on this now, like mm-hmm. as a person, mm-hmm. sometimes I might do something and feel like it's harmless, and yeah. it can be detrimental like yes. to someone else, mm-hmm. like you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so like a lot of the times I try to think that okay, if I'm going into a place right, mm-hmm. and there's a person sitting over there by themselves, and there's no other seats, and that person is not someone I probably feel comfortable around or with like. That doesn't give me the right to go over and be like, oh, well, you have to move because mm-hmm. you're not from here or you have to leave because you're different or, like, I'm with this amount of people. You're by yourself at this table. Why don't you get the fuck out of here? Like, yeah. on some shit like that. Right. Or, like, even avoid the person or, like, even treat them like they're, like, somebody crazy, mm-hmm. which is, like... It just comes down more to people... They say they don't see race, but they see race. Yeah. And, but yes. we they should like actually listen to the things that because most of the people that say they don't see race that that's just their excuse because yeah. they see race a lot like uh, crazy you Feel
2: as if all white people are racist
1: i don't feel all white people no. are racist i no. feel like
2: oh you just see the video then <laughs>
1: <laughs> i don't feel all white people are racist but i do feel like a lot of the white people that um that try to use the excuse like you know i know black people or like I don't see yeah, race, that's, that's or like I don't, I I, don't, I think everyone is like equal. Yeah. Like I feel like those people are just as bad as the racist people that yeah. are like are yeah. like really out here going crazy. Because It's would, just like the cops, like yeah. cops killing people, and if you're a quiet cop, you're just as bad as the cop that killed the, that yeah. black guy. You get what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. like
0: I would, I, I would say honestly that like I don't, I don't think all white people are racist. I know, I know a few very, very good white people, like very, very some people who I would. I would definitely like push them out of the way of a bullet if it was seen it coming. Feel me? Yeah. But like, then there are like at the end of the day, I still understand that they have a privilege that I just don't have. You know? If they understand, but they, they pretend like they don't. Them, some of them, I was saying, like as I was in this matter. Fact, I was saying no, too. No, no. They some understand. Some of them, some of them, some of them really they know. don't understand that. Like, no, 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 they know. They're matter of fact. I'll, matter of fact, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. For me, right? I didn't understand the privilege of having dual citizenship, right? When Trump got into office, I was like, "Fuck out of here!" I could still hop on the, oh, I could still hop on the plane, go back to Barbados, and shit would be cool. You know, I'm, I'm free yeah. of this, and I was like, "Wait a minute, that's privilege." I never yeah. in my life even thought about that beforehand so i'm not giving anyone an excuse but like again now that i'm accountable now that i understand it i'm accountable to that like okay well let me not make these certain statements whatever let me still be engaged even though i could definitely pick my shit up and go whenever i feel like you know true
1: i just i just really feel like a lot of the times when it comes to like white people and you talk to them about privilege they always do like a. Uh, I know what you're talking about, but like but, I'm not. It's not yeah, me. Yeah. It's not the type of person I am. Like they immediately go to the. Defense is, mode, I'm not that defense person. Mode. This is not me. Yeah. I I don't use it. I don't use it. Like it's and, definitely, and it's definitely it's defense like, mode. and the second you go into defense mode, like you're you're sus, yeah. man. You're already part of like the problem. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like just say that you have it. Like the same documentary. The first guy. I kid you not. It sounds crazy, but he came on and was like. I am a racist. I'm not scared to say I'm a racist. I'm not scared to say that white people have a privilege. Like we can go through life, kind of close our eyes, keep walking, and it'll work out somehow. You get what I'm saying? And like once he said that, I was like, Yo, I feel like if all racist people were like this, I would respect it a little bit more, mm-hmm.
0: just a little yeah. bit
1: more, because you're big. You, you he understands like what's going on. Same way there was like the total opposite of him was this white guy that says that every day he lives in regret because he knows that being a white man, what white people have done to like every other race and every other culture. And like he, white tears, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) white regret, hashtag white regret that like, we've been talking about this for like the past two weeks. Like, because like, Ever since Donald Trump got elected, all his supporters are like, "How could you do this, Donald?" And white regret, like you get what I'm saying, like that's a thing that most white people have. Like it's just that white regret makes them want to apologize yeah. and be like, "It's not me. It wasn't me, man. Like it right. was like the other people that's like, like bad."
0: How have you How have you been practicing self care since um, that dreaded day last November?
2: Um. Well, actually, it's crazy. My birthday is the day of the election, so wow,. eight. Happy I was birthday, in California!
1: God
0: and damn it!
2: I was out clubbing. I was turning up, and I was wondering why everybody was looking at me like I'm crazy because I know I have an odd birthday, whatever. But Trump was like definitely—he um, wasn't even in So I was like, okay, turn up. I guess we're gonna get Clinton, whatever. I guess I'm with her type shit, yeah. right? <laughs> and then like by the time I was, we were driving back. Um, so I think we drove up to like a certain part of California. I was like in Anaheim. Mm-hmm. And we we're driving back to San Francisco, and then like my was like, "Oh my gosh, Trump won!" And I said, "Are you bullshitting me? Like, please tell me you're fucking kidding." And I immediately unfollowed POTUS. I unfollowed POTUS. <laughs> like, like yeah, install CNN. Like, and I was like, "Wait a second, I didn't even know what the fuck is going on. Let me install CNN. Let me install AP. Let me install." <laughs> and I just like now I'm checking CNN like every day. Like, what is this like motherfucker doing with my life? Yeah, like, let me make yeah. sure like what's going on. And it's been absolutely in the little amount of time that he's been off in 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 office. It's just been, like, crazy. Like, I, it's really, as many, as many, like, the older generation is saying, like, oh, we've been through this before. We're going to get through it again. I'm kind of just like, how? Like, how did y'all do this? Nah, they've like, never been through really this before. really stressful. Because mm-hmm. like, the, the like, way
1: that they're explaining it is, like, okay, like, yeah, they had, like, Nixon and Reagan and all these bad guys, right? Yeah. But, like, yeah. it was never really on some, like, we could live watch all the fucked up and yeah. crazy thing because the thing about yeah, it the, is the when they would listen when they would listen to the news on the radio yeah it's like yeah. they're all most likely listening to the re- same radio station mm-hmm. so they're giving out the same information mm-hmm. so it's not like easily as accessible as it is nowadays where it's like even today mm-hmm. Trump got his uh security what was it the security he went through like some security thing like uh-huh. every president has to go through it yeah he got it. At ten thirty, at ten fifty, he was tweeting about like Nordstrom and his daughter. Like oh, he yeah, retweeted yeah, think, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. POTUS page. Like so, it's just like we're seeing him. Firsthand, fuck up his like, job. Like, yeah, like, like, firsthand, like we're watching him not do a good job. We're
0: watching. We're watching him experience what it's like to be. Whereas on Twitter,
1: on and like right. just live. You get yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. Whereas back in the day, we couldn't really watch a president live his life live yeah. like the way yeah. we can now. So that's why the it's like. <laughs> I hear old people say, yeah, hey, we've been through this. I'm like, no, hell yeah, I have not. We have not been through it. We have not been through this the yet.
0: Mental, the me- right. I would say the mental toll that you have to go through, that you go through, and even, like, I mean, I feel like, so CNN now with the iPhone 7 or whatever, with the iPhone, the newest update, whatever, CNN, all the news outlets, they, like, basically, like, blast you news and stuff. I be trying, like I be trying to avoid CNN now and I still get these blast notifications about oh uh Betty DeVos got um got uh uh-huh. she got confirmed and I'm like like but we watched on Twitter how dumb she didn't like she dead didn't know nothing about the education department, whatever. She dead didn't she what only fuck with charter schools. It's like what? How I was like, All right, never mind. Like, I can't you know, but I know with the underwrap or whatever, um as you're building this community, you know, um it's almost I feel I, I, I wanna call it like It's like a tech community or a tech organizing app. You're like a a techpreneur. Is that that what you mean? Tech community. Yeah. Online community. Yeah. You know, so do you think that like down the line, whatever, you would um, advance the community into do other things like i guess follow them through their life so as you know they went to pwis whatever you keep in contact with them you know and obviously they're still helping back with the with the people who are not like the the young kids who are not going through school at the pwis you know do we do you see maybe getting them involved in like politics and say okay well we have all these we're in like all these different cities whatever across the country like we can definitely literally be like the voice for the young people who are at pwis and you know we, there's already like thousands of voices for HBCUs and there's already thousands of voices in like all these other yeah. different departments so yeah network
2: yeah we are actually currently planning for a conference in the fall um, mm-hmm. for like an actual physical representation of the underrep and mm-hmm. within that we're going to have like job fairs and like hey. mentoring workshops with like alum panels um, and pretty much like that networking with like the president of the Caribbean student association at Bright State is what mm-hmm. the president of community Caribbean association at UD yeah. pretty much like the president of BSU at UD with the president of Bright State. So pretty much that everybody can have that sort of connection, mm-hmm. um, but also really talking about those action steps. Cause yeah. I hate, I don't know about you guys, but I hate going to sessions and we're just like, we're talking about issues, talking about issues and like self care for me, I'm a huge like problem solver. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we all know Trump is like a fuck boy. Yeah. What are we going to do about it? Like yeah. stop don't don't call him like another douche until you tell me like how can we fix it yeah and when we fix it is if we run for office so it's like mm-hmm. okay did you know like it's just this easy to like really run for office like yeah. in your city like in your state yeah and once to go ahead and tell like these young people that they actually have the power like in their own hands mm-hmm. like we really can like change the world so that's something we plan on doing at our conference um where, we also want to follow up with our monthly features too
0: where's the conference gonna be at
2: in Dayton, Ohio, where we all met. We gotta pull up. Okay. Yes, that'd be lit if you guys could come and we'll have like a live like podcast or thing. Everybody would love it. Hey, love we you guys uh,
0: I bet. Nah, we'll, we we'll, def- talk we'll definitely talk about that off mic. We definitely Wait, pull up. A- but Dayton, hold on, Ohio. hold on. Before,
1: before <laughs> we, before we, uh, you know, wrap things up, I would like you to flex real quick because i was like on your twitter just now and i seen like an article about about your poetry and uh it just seems like yeah you <laughs> can was, do that face but you, 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 earlier you tried to sprinkle that in there mass mass smoothly and like move on like you know i did some poetry and then like you tried to move on but like we we just want to hear about like you know your, was your poetry had to do with a part of what you're doing right now did you like start poetry first and like then you went into this or
2: um, well, being from Chicago, spoken word pretty much is the birth here. That's another thing we're known for. Cough mm-hmm. <laughs> off. Um, but, <laughs> so I've been doing poetry for as long as like I could breathe, I would say. Um, and so I did my PWI 10 Commandment video, and that's what I was um, talking about earlier, like mm-hmm. how a lot of students and even the alumni, random adults, were just like, oh, I went through that when I was at UWM. And I went through that when I was at Denison. And just seeing that sort of like commonality amongst not just black women, but also black people in general also hinted at the fact that there still hasn't been a sufficient amount of so- resources for black students, black organizations to have at their PWIs. Yeah. And because, you know, PWIs keep giving out all this money for us to come to their school, we're going to still end up going PWIs. Yeah. So as long as that's still there, the underrep will still be around. And I'm still doing poetry. Um, it just makes me nervous before we bring it up. And it's like, oh, my gosh, I you a poet. Like, And I just, like, get nervous about, like, Nah,
1: that's dope, though. You out you, you here. Yeah. You got to flex a little bit and uh what what about um future things with uh the blog
2: um so the blog will still be like every wednesday Mm -hmm. um hopefully surely if i can keep up with it writing blogs actually a little bit harder than i thought
0: Um, it really is it is i hate
2: writing about myself so i'm kind (laughs) of like i'm really boring i don't know what else to say like you're
1: not boring today proved that you weren't boring
2: um, so I think I'm just trying to figure out, like, where else I want to go with it and what else do people need? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, trying to figure out, like, a this movie generation, like, stuff that my sister would like to read. So I yeah. may actually start sure, doing, sure, like, some sure. video stuff, like, five-second, um, Snapchat video tutorials or something like that.
1: Okay. Natural head tutorials,
2: okay. those are lit, too. Mm.
1: Okay, okay. Uh,
2: yeah, also tonight, too, if you guys are interested, like, Free My Bars is, like, the social media open mic. Mm-hmm. Um, so, mm. I probably won't be spent tonight because I don't have anything new. But, like, if you're ever bored, go to the hashtag Free My Bars and see all those dope poets on there, like, from the Midwest. You heard that,
1: everybody. Really? Free, Free, Free my, my, bars. my Bars? That's dope. Free My Bars. Make sure you hashtag that.
2: from yeah. Underdog Academy. It's, like, the social media open mic. Like, we have people from all over, like, the world just, like, submitting Twitter videos or their
0: poems. And That's it's, like, wow. so it's tonight. That's fire. Wow, that's dope. I did not know about that. That's crazy. Well, I mean,
1: uh, tonight will be technically tomorrow or today, the episode. Of, uh, when When is this dropping? Next week. Next week? All right. Well, next week, <laughs> you guys will have this. Search the hashtag. So search you'll the see hashtag, all the videos from this week and last
0: week, the week before that, and so on and so forth. You're going to find my videos. Definitely.
1: Definitely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, sh- so, so, Quinn, sh- definitely shout out all your social yeah, media. Yeah, shout out yourself. Right
1: tell the people where they can find you. Tell them where they can find all your stuff.
2: Oh yes, yes. Please feel free to follow me um, connect with me at Klinology. so it's k w y n o l o g y. that's Facebook, that's Twitter and that's my Instagram. Um, I would give up my first pers- personal Facebook, but I haven't gone for my friend quest in like the longest. Um, so <laughs> You be on Snapchat? Like my face on Facebook.
0: <laughs> you be on Snapchat?
2: Oh yeah, um my Snapchat is queen. It's k w e e e e n with like the crown emoji.
0: Okay, okay, okay. Yo, follow follow her on all those platforms, especially the Snapchat, because you get to really learn about a person via Snapchat. You see all the. Streams. Wait, don't oh, follow. I'm so,
1: don't like, follow her, especially I'm on I'm Snapchat. I'm the ah, culture. I you feel me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is so lit, and this is so. Good. I was I'm so happy to be. I actually got a chance to talk. Um, thank uh, you so much for this opportunity. Quinn, Most thank definitely, you, thank, you thank you for, for being on, on our, our show. More. We really appreciate it.
2: This is an Indie Creative Network podcast. I did it!